okay, let's just translate that over to real life. Life is challenging. Parenting is challenging. Relationships are challenging. Work is challenging, right? Life always has at least one pain point at any given time where you are being grown. But if you can see beyond that, if you can get a sample of how good something is, to another Marvelous Mindset Monday episode. I am so glad you're here joining me. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button so that you get episodes as they are released, please hit it right now. And remember that this podcast is only going to grow through the organic care and consideration of awesome listeners like you. So please make sure that you are sharing this episode and other episodes you enjoy with people that you care about so that they can be blessed and they can have the same awesome growth experience that you are having yourself. Hey, without ado, I am going to jump right in. This um, this episode is actually kind of like a delivery to part of my past and a good friend of mine that's local and also to a lot of you because I guarantee many of you, probably 65% of you are going to resonate with what I'm about ready to, to talk about. And that is how do you get how do you keep that high that excitement of you've discovered something you've read something you've been at a seminar you've been around some people that are just the best type of contagious and you're elevated and you walk through the home you get on your flight you walk through the doors of your house and then boom bam it's like atomic bomb you just went from having like this really great experience and you are feeling so pumped that you can go and conquer the world and then boom, smack. Anybody, can anybody relate to that? Well, I was having a friend a conversation with a friend a couple weeks ago. We met up for coffee and I just love that, you know, when you can meet up for coffee with local friends. And so we're sitting there having coffee and she happens to be in one of my um, book clubs. And she was saying, she's like, wow, you know, I, I love this so much, but I've got to brace myself because I'm having this experience where I like I'm I'm at the book club and I'm growing and I I can just see everything that I need to do and I'm so excited and then I walk through the door and boom, just gets hit with reality. And so it, her her solution was that she said, you know, I just, I'm going to start to be careful. I'm not going to allow myself to get that high or excited because the crash is so hard and I just can't endure that anymore. And I couldn't put words to it. I I really couldn't understand, like, what do I want to say? How do I respond to this? It's not sitting well with me, but I don't have clarity as to what exactly isn't sitting well with me. I'm going to do a quick little flashback. It is actually related, so don't worry. (laughs) But after my dad died, I just decided that I was going to stay in denial. I thought, you know what? I can control this. I happen to be a recovering control freak. And if I just keep in denial, it doesn't seem like he's really gone and it's going to be okay. And if you might have heard me talk about this on a previous podcast episode, and I, I have this friend, she's from Minnesota, and those people are, you know, just strong. And she, I, I was telling her, explaining this concept to her, and she just gave me the smackdown. She, and 
and just leveled my playing field and actually sent me into a really healthy grieving process. You see, she had had an experience that impacted her and she was able to speak in a very clear way as to why I needed to go through the grieving process. And so I understand that if our if people around us can speak in a very clear way to our concerns or our the hurts, the pain points in our life, then we can be a huge help. But I didn't have clarity. So I couldn't I didn't want to just spew something. I wanted to be a good listener to my friend. Fast forward a few days after this, right? So I had the coffee and a few days later, I'm sitting with my daughter and she is showing me these little pictures. She has one of these uh, fun Polaroid cameras. It might be way cooler than the ones from the eighties when I was a kid. They're little itty bitty miniature pictures. And she loves taking uh, photos. And so she's a little photo girl. And so she's showing me these different pictures. And lo and behold, in her stack of pictures, she has pictures from uh, when my robotics team, I got them fully funded and we made it to the world championship in Texas our first year. And she's showing me pictures from when we got to tour NASA, which was an amazing experience. And so she's going through these pictures. I didn't realize how far back they went. It was really um, just exciting to see what was important to her and what still resonated with her. But what was also super cool is that she had a more current picture. In September, we had taken a trip to a market we invest in, and she had taken some photographs from up in the air on the airplane. So there we are, we're flying in the airplane. She has this picture looking down and there's some, you know, cumulus clouds and some of those wispy cirrus clouds but you could see the ground so like you've got the sunshine coming at you you've got some nice clouds and then you can see the ground and it just looks like a model right like a if you're at the hobby store and you can see the model for the train tracks and stuff like that so i'm looking at this picture and i it didn't resonate exactly then, but I remember just gazing at this picture thinking, I always like that experience of being up high in the clouds. Later that night, it comes back to me and the clarity finally hit as to why it's so important for us to allow ourselves to go high, to go super high and to have those experiences. And so what I realized is that there have been many times I've been on a flight and it's stormy and it's gray down below. And I think a lot of you listeners are going to resonate with this. And you're, you hop on that flight and you're going, you're making your ascent. You know, you feel like you're on the roller coaster ride for a moment and you're making your ascent. And then all of a sudden, you're in this fog and it's like this super dense thick you can't see through it and then a few minutes later sometimes shorter longer right but all of a sudden you just break through and it's like the sun is there and you're on top of the clouds and it just looks like you know fluffy marshmallows and it's just that you can feel the warmth from the sun depending on where you're at and everything right and so I'm thinking wow that is why it is so important for us to have these experiences, to come up super high. You see, this is the high that we do need in life to not just survive, but to thrive. Because life is not full of rainbows, unicorns, and all of that, right? Life throws curveballs, challenges. And so we need those times to go up and to be reminded 
oh yeah, this, this exists. This is where I want to go. And sometimes we don't know where we want to go, depending on our background and our upbringing and our education level. There's so many factors that sometimes we don't even understand the capacity that humans have or the capacity that we ourselves hold within ourselves. When we allow ourselves to have these experiences to come high, to encounter something different, where it resonates with us and makes us just excited and enthusiastic and allows us to have a vision that is larger than what we had before. When we do that, we are actually like kind of catching something to take down because we're going to come down. That's part of everything. And when we descend down, we still have that picture of it, right? And we just have that okay, I've got a little bit of that sunshine. For me, it would be sunshine. I love sunshine. So it's like, okay, I've got that sunshine and I'll remember that it's sunny up there. And no matter how thick and rainy and stormy it is in life, I know that there is sunshine above those clouds and I know that I can see it again. It will happen. The clouds will part and I will see it again. That's that encouragement and that enthusiasm. I kind of think of it like coming up for air as well. So, you know, if you, if you're a swimmer and I used to swim laps back when I had access to a swimming pool, anyway, it's a swim laps and right. You're swimming along and you have to come up for a breath. And when you come up for that breath, you exhale, you release all of that old air that you were holding onto. It's no good to you anymore. It has no oxygen left and it's just going to, you know, like inhibit your performance. And so, you know, you're, you're swimming along and you're holding your breath, you come up and you exhale, you release all of that stale air out of your body. And then almost in the same stroke, right? You're inhaling as much as you can of that, of that fresh, good air. Okay, so again, tying this back in to why it's important to allow ourselves to experience some of those highs. So rising high like that allows us to have a break, a pause from all the challenges that we are facing, and it gives us an opportunity to be reminded of the beauty that is available to us. It refuels us and restores us. We're able to exhale the challenges and have just like that burden relieved for a moment. We're able to see something new before we go back down into the challenges that we are facing. I'm going to suggest that we actually rely on this concept a lot more than we realize. And if you haven't been to Costco, you're probably not American. No, I can't. <laughs> no, right. But most of us can get the idea of Costco samples. Costco knows that if they offer a sample, their odds of, of making a sale, of closing that sale, increase exponentially. And this is why you need to allow yourself to come up. Costco samples happen to be in, in abundance at certain times, right? You go in on a weekday. And maybe you're thinking, yeah, I just got to go in and get some more uh, paper so we can print off more TPS reports or something, right? So you go in, it's about lunchtime, and guess what? They have all their little sample carts out. You know why? 
because they know it's about lunchtime and you're hungry. And you know, you're gonna go get your paper for your TPS reports and all that, but there are you're gonna you're gonna smell the aroma of those little meatballs or whatever they have going on, and you're going to go and you're going to want a sample. And when you make that sample, you're like, oh, maybe I should pick up some lunch, or oh, maybe you know, I'm just gonna grab this and make like, like press easy on life for dinner tonight. This is perfect, great, done, sale closed. Costco wins. You know what else they do? (laughs) If they didn't catch you when you're hungry during the weekday, they're going to catch you. They catch a whole bunch of people on Sunday afternoons after church. Now, if you've been to Costco on a Sunday after, you know, typical worship services are over, you know, that place is jam-packed. I guess I'm speaking pre-COVID, maybe not anymore. (laughs) Okay. But it'd be jam-packed and you've got these families right now costco is enlisting like their number one sales team children right they've got the families in there they're all hungry because they came from their worship services and now the kids are like oh but i really want those fruit snacks or the granola bars or the you know veggie chips or whatever it is right and they catch the parents in this little uh difficult situation So here you are thinking that you're going to go to Costco after your church service and feed your family this feast of Costco samples. And then shabam, they've got your kids selling you on the products. Can't we please get this larger than life two pack of Nutella? Here's my point of how Costco is using this marketing strategy and what you can gain from it and leverage it for power in your life. You see, those marketing gods from Costco, they have this all figured out. They know we're going to give you something really delicious in your moment of weakness. And if you try this really delicious item in your moment of weakness, we are probably going to really like close the deal on this because you're going to want more. Okay, let's just translate that over to real life. Life is challenging. Parenting is challenging. Relationships are challenging. Work is challenging, right? Life always has at least one pain point at any given time where you are being grown. But if you can see beyond that, if you can get a sample of how good something is, you see, Life is no different than a Costco sample. I know that's absolutely crazy that I'm saying that. But if you never taste or experience something bigger and better, if you never go beyond your comfort zone, if you never extend beyond your sphere of, you know, people that you are around, if you're not inputting different information from what you read or what you scroll, if you keep it all the same, you won't know anything different. You won't be able to exhale and release some of the toxicity that you are absorbing. And maybe you know you're absorbing it or maybe you don't, but the gauntlet that you run in life is going to take its toll on you. And if you don't have these moments of reprieve, of rest, of rejuvenation to see beyond, you're always holding on to that. You see, we have to, we must be able to release in order to inhale, to become the extraordinary that is possible. Struggle, pain, adversity, I mean, like all of those things are a given in life. I'm going to give you another example. I was sick for a 
two and a half weeks or so. And so I didn't go to the gym to work out like I usually do. That's one of those care and consideration, personal responsibility moments, right? Where you just say, huh, lots of stuff going on in the world. I should be responsible and considerate other people around me. So I didn't go to the gym and it was miserable. Okay. Let me just say that my body was super tight and I was kind of jogging with my son and doing some activity, but it was not my normal. And my body was actually in a ton of pain. It was really weird. I kept telling my husband, like, I can't believe some people live like this. Like they don't get the physical movement and they're in pain. So you're going to be in pain either way, right? You're either going to be in pain because you chose to not do anything and you're not exhaling and releasing that toxicity, or you're going to be in a different type of pain. And that's what happened when I returned to the gym. Oh my goodness. The first time I was doing a spin session, I thought I was going to die. And I mean, I have a lot of experience with cycling, as you know. And so next thing you know, I'm, I'm winded and my legs are burning and I am feeling the pain of, of exercising. But guess what? The rest of the day, I had more energy. I felt better. I slept better. My muscles were looser. My stress level was reduced. All sorts of benefits, right? My point is, either way in life, you're going to face pain, struggle, challenges, heartache, where you get the idea. But if you choose to just hold on and be stagnant, it is going to become far more painful. If you choose to be active and take action, if you choose to see what the um, opportunity and potential is, and you have something to strive for, something that's encouraging and inspiring, you have the potential to go farther in life in a more comfortable way. You're going to go through the gauntlet in life, but the end point for the two are very, very different. As I'm wrapping this up today, I'm encouraging you right now, don't settle. Allow yourself to fly high. Allow yourself to sample what can be yours, to rise above the clouds and be reminded the sun does still shine. Wow, I I am headed on this path. Allow yourself to release and to realign. And when you do that, that allows you to become more courageous and towing the line when the gauntlet starts smacking you down because it's going to happen, but that's going to allow you to become the next best version of yourself. Well, that's what I have for you this week for your Monday mindset. I hope that you consider it. I hope that you are not settling for anything. I hope that you are allowing yourself to rise high, to see the possibilities in life. And then yes, you're going to descend, but just Just know I'm going to descend, but that's okay because I know where I am going and I've seen it and I know what it's about and it's exceptional and I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. This week, please share this episode with someone because there are a lot of people out there that are just living these lives that are gray and blah and and they're settling and they don't need to settle. Share this episode with someone, encourage and inspire them, and make sure that you leave a review for me to let me know that you are taking away some great things from the Ask Me How I Know Mindset episodes. Until next time, as always, go find your freedom. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Ask Me How I Know. This episode was brought to you by Three Keys Investments. They are dedicated to helping people like you. Yeah, you, my awesome listeners, develop passive income and legacy wealth through multifamily investing. 
Feel free to check out their website, threekeysinvestments.com, to see if there is an offering that will help your portfolio grow and meet all of your needs. If you haven't already rated, reviewed, subscribed, liked all of those bells and whistles, I would be absolutely honored if you would do that for Ask Me How I Know. Thanks again, and go make it a great day.